All right. You good? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So where was I at? Um, Talking about uh, how how buying that shirt, how buying them shirts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just well, yeah. When I hit that button and just kind of kind of what it taught me. Um, you know, it was a. Uh, and I still remember that it was funny, man, because uh, I remember that I had these shirts in my trunk <laughs> yeah. when I was going when I was working there, and so I was actively trying to sell them, you know. And uh, I do remember one time I went to a, <laughs> a work party, and mm-hmm. then uh, I popped the trunk on them. It was funny, and uh, people was out in my trunk looking at the shirts, like okay. And then they started asking me about other stuff that maybe I had or maybe I could get, you know what I yeah. mean? So that's one of the ways I learned, though. But I always remember that. Um, I always remember, I think when I went back to work like the next week or something, I remember people, or maybe one person in, in particular who was like making fun of me and like, oh, you were selling shirts out your car. Oh, really? Like, they thought it was funny, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, and I still know that person to this day, you know, and, and to this day it's like they still answering phones for another company, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? While, you know, they still make answering the calls while I'm the one that's making them now. Yeah, that's what's. Up. I mean, yeah, that's how it works sometimes, you know. Like, you know, so. And it's that vision, you know. The, yeah. the thing about entrepreneurship is like, is is being able to see things the average person just can't see, and so they would never understand why I would start with shirts in my trunk. That doesn't make sense to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and that's the beauty of it. That's why, you know, that's why we different. That's why we special. That's why we assume all the risk and we assume a lot of the reward. And a lot of the notoriety for that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and that's why, um, you know, we've been able to make a few moves, put things on for our cities, nice events, um, inspire people, um, yeah. push people to do more of the same and create more and build more and, and network more, man. And, like, I've seen, you know, I know when I was first getting into entrepreneurship back then, it wasn't a lot of people from, from my city that was actually doing a lot of um you know, just my inner city circle, we just wasn't doing a lot of legitimate, you know, entrepreneurial schemes. You know what I mean? It was mostly the, just doing the same thing or people just working regular jobs. Yeah. You know, and I think that with, um, like, in the late, like, in the late 2000s, you know, and very, very early 2010s, you know what I mean? Like, people really start taking note, like... I can really create my own business. I can really mm-hmm. start my own food cart. I can really create my own brand. Like we just weren't we weren't on that 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 level back then, but yeah. we are now, and that's because people like me, um, you know, some of the earlier entrepreneurs that showed that it was possible. You know, people like Stupid Burger. You know, mm-hmm. um, people like Cool Nuts. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we got a lot of people out here, man, that's been doing this before it was popular. Yeah, you know, before social media. See, I was doing this before social media. Like, yeah. I was like, God damn it. Hold up. All right. So, uh, how do you um, manifest ideas into reality? How do I manifest ideas? Um, I mean, I know in the past the way I've done it is, I think you just, you know, in the beginning you just have to never stop thinking about it. You know, because you know, energy, momentum starts in your in your mind first, man, and uh, and I think it gets to a point to where you can't see you. You think about it so much, like you really can't see yourself not doing it. You know, and and as you 
keep these things in the forefront of your mind, um, your mind starts to naturally attract the the necessary steps, you know, to, to make it happen. You start attracting the right people and the things and the right places. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's, it's always a crazy process, man. I mean, like, it's, you know... I'm a weirdo because like I'm I'm just really really on my spiritual thing now and so like I just kind of let a lot of things I don't know how they happen man I just kind of let the universe just kind of take toll and and as they put me in certain places and in front of certain people I just make the right connections and and I say the right things you know and and I project the right energy you know and that's really how I've done it you know um you know, a lot of, you know, as far as, you know, say for Stacking Kicks, for instance, when I started that, you know, it was just a matter of uh, an idea that popped in my head, you know, and it wasn't the first brand I tried to create, but it was the first brand that actually made sense based off the things that, that I love and care about. You know, I've always been a big fan of fashion, um, always been a big fan of sneakers, always had no less, never really had no less than 100 pairs as I got older um, and was able to afford them. And even when I was younger, um, a lot of times when I would work, um, you know, I would I would buy shoes and clothes for school. You know, um, my mom, and you know, they, she definitely had me stable, eating, eating and living and, and everything like that. But if you know parents like I know where we from, they buy you what you need, not what you want. You know, and so it was me trying to get the things that I wanted. You know, and I think that was one of my main you know driving forces was just realizing from a young age that I wasn't going to get anything um, unless I got it for myself even my mama wasn't going to be able to give me the things I wanted you know and that realization and taking on that accountability um, you know kind of forces you in a, into a position um, to where you got to make moves and you got to act you know what I mean on your own you know and so even like even when I was like 13 years old, I remember um, I wasn't even legal to work, but you know, I kind of, I kind of fadangled myself into a little job with Domino's Pizza back then, and um, they gave me a little bit of money for putting flyers on doors. You know what I mean? And, and I didn't have to work. I wasn't forced to. My mom didn't say you got to work or you got to get out. I mean, I was only 13, but it's like I knew that's the only way I was gonna get extra. You know, and I've never forgot that you know in, in my life and so um you know when it comes to manifesting these things it's just it's just figuring out you know what what is, what is it that you need what places do you, do you need put the energy out there you got to throw it all out there to the universe and let it kind of tell you um uh, which way you're supposed to go um because a lot of times um you know people can can connect with that you know and you know say you might want to start a clothing brand well you might you might start you might talk about starting a clothing brand with everybody you run across every time you bring it up you you circulate energy and the more you bring it up that it's going to be that one conversation you have with a guy that says oh hey man i did that before you know i know exactly what to do or i'm a graphic designer i can help you organize your designs get your logo done you know or my brother makes shirts or you know we have a store and if you do get some we can we can probably put your stuff in there like there's so many ways that it starts circulates once you keep talking about it and then it just kind of takes on its own momentum is, is what i've learned you know and so um 
with that, you know, but again, with the stacking kicks thing, it was a matter of a, an idea popping up. Me, me never really have started a professional brand before at this point, but I just kind of knew that I knew a buddy of mine was doing graphic design work, man. He was out in Atlanta, and so um, I just gave him a call. I said, man, I got this crazy idea, man. I think I want to see something happen with it. And we just started going back and forth on the phone and on email for the next, you know, next month or so. You know what I mean? And and all of a sudden, this 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 logo just came out of nowhere, and uh, it was it was perfect, man. And uh, stacking kicks was supposed to just be a T-shirt. It wasn't supposed to be a brand, you know. And in the process of doing this work, having these conversations, getting these designs done, somehow, some way. Uh, it turned into a whole brand that had actual individual designs up under the brand. And I don't know how that happened. You know what I'm saying? I still can't tell anybody when it actually turned into a brand, you know, because it was just a process. You know, it's a universal process, man, and I just didn't have control over it. Once I threw all the energy out there, the universe just, it just took control and said, no, nah, this is not a shirt. This is going to be your whole brand, you know, because you got to think about you have to think about the brand and what it means to people and the infatuation with shoes and the fact that the sneaker industry is past a billion, you know, now. And you are, you know, you're creating connections and and, and uh, identification with people who already care about these things. So that has enough pull to be a brand in itself. And I guess that's just what happened. And then Stacking Kicks turned into a brand. Which didn't even make sense, because, I mean, you didn't really have a brand with the name Kicks in it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was awkward, because, and also nobody had ever heard of the term stacking kicks. Now, people use it all the time now, but the reason why I call it stacking kicks is because, um, you know, it was a funny playoff from the, uh, a funny spinoff from the stacking chips out in Vegas or something, if you're gambling. And so what I thought about, and I had a lot of shoes, and so what I thought about is, well, that's a nice spin-off from stacking chips. Also, if anybody does really have a lot of shoes, chances are they're not lining them up. They're probably stacking them. You know what I mean? And that's what most people do that got a lot of shoes, so it's just made perfect sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and something like that is, you know, something like that, those are the kind of ideas that, that are good, that take off, that people recognize with, that people want to represent that people want to use to identify themselves. And so that, that brand was an amazing idea, you know, and um, I was glad that I was able to, I was chosen to be the one to introduce it, yeah. you know. So, um, won't you go ahead and, because uh, I know you said you mentioned, like, well, like you mentioned earlier, like, um, you got a lot of endeavors, right? Or you had a lot of endeavors or whatever. I want you to uh, go ahead and, talk about some of them that like had to like you have the most passion for okay I think that um okay so so my okay so before stacking kicks man this <laughs> this my entrepreneur career is weird man cause like I would literally just create and move along and create and move along you know and like I told you the other day man I almost feel like I really kind of feel like selfishly like, one of my driving forces has been just to see if it's something that I can do. Because I'm starting to believe that there's nothing I can do. Uh, because most of the things have, have worked really well. 
you know, if I stopped them or, you know, slowed them down, it's because I, I wanted to or I needed to or I was doing everything solo. Yeah. You know, I'm really... And one thing about entrepreneurship, you do, you really don't want to get into, which is where I think that um, any new entrepreneur should consider is the ability to uh, bring in a partner, you know, um, or just work with people. And don't be don't be so don't be too selfish to where you don't want to really share. Um, you know, I don't want to say share your brand, but just kind of share the the growth with with somebody else you know what i mean because that will put a lot of pressure on you yeah you know and me i don't i'm not you know because of my ideas i've always been very passionate um very um strategic um with a lot of love involved and a lot of sweat and tears and a lot of history behind them i've always become i've always been skeptical of getting people involved especially for the wrong reason you know what i mean you never really know i mean once your brand is popping everybody said they want to help yeah but it's like before that happens you don't really get no support yeah. you know what i mean and so um a lot of people came to me to support and be of some help but i think i denied pretty much everybody you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so and that was rough because i put everything on my shoulders so yeah. and you know my all my ventures were successful i mean it was just a matter of if i was I was doing it by myself, you know what I mean? So a lot of the two, 2018 for me has been been collaborations, you yeah, know what I mean? Okay. I've been focusing more on collaborating with um, with people. But, um, you know, like I told you that I got Society College. Did I, t- did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, Society College is um, it's a book that I'm writing. I've been, I've been writing for two years now. It's, um, it's been a little bit of a stress and a struggle because it's a, it's a really deep book, but that's probably... Um, my most passionate project um, is society college. You know the the art of overstanding people. You know the true. It's like the true education of of society and and how to really understand what it is about people that you don't that you don't understand. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like really, really getting to the nitty gritty about what the differences are between people and why they've been why they've been glamorized so much to where you know we are. Um, kind of breaking down society, you know, on multiple levels. A lot of times, just based on different factions. Yeah, you know what I mean. And a lot of them really don't make sense, and people don't really know that they don't make sense. They've mm-hmm. just been taught that. Yeah, because society taught them that. And so now I have to create a, a philosophy called Society College that's supposed to give people the true insight of real social education. You know what I'm saying? And and how you actually want to be dealing with people as opposed to what you thought was as opposed to what society taught you in the beginning or your community you know what I mean and so that is my biggest uh, that's my biggest passion people I've um, you know I've been dealing with so many people man for so long I've just developed a lot of formulas Um, I developed I've seen patterns uh, and what I notice is that we are not as different as we think we are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so we got to get to a point to where we are trying to take advantage of the similarities yeah. um, as opposed to highlight the differences and separating based off that. Okay. I've never met a person in my life that I haven't had something in common with, Yeah. you know, and that's got to be the starting point. If we're gonna re- if we're gonna try to build a society up, man, and, and get to where we at, because what we going what we going through right now 
and what we've always gone through is really is not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's just not real. It's not it's not official. It's not a real it's not a real gripe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just something you don't have information on. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't have information. You, you don't got no real problem with it. You think you do, but you don't have information. And if you yeah. had information, you might see where you relate to this. Yeah. And you might approach it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what Society College is all about. So, um, but the book is, um, it's a 12-chapter book, man. I think I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of going. It's pretty much almost done, man. But, you know, I'm touching on older chapters. And I still, got, I still like got maybe like one or two full chapters to write. Yeah. You know, I got my book cover already done. It's been a long time coming. People have been waiting, but they don't really know how difficult it is to you know, create a, a philosophy like this, a book, and then mm-hmm. and then break it down into different formulas, you know, and have to um, incorporate everybody's experiences. Yeah. Even experiences that I haven't had. Mm-hmm. I have to study people and empathize to get their experiences and yeah. then write about them. Yeah, that's true. And then I have to create formulas based off their experiences so that they can understand how to adjust out mm-hmm. of that mindset. And yeah. so that's very, very difficult because some stuff I haven't been through. But I've been studying people enough, I'd see what's going on, and I could still write about it because you know I got that, you know I got that insight of, of empathy that helps me out, you know. But so that's that's the main thing, man. And you know I definitely want to um, want to be a bestseller, you know, and I want to speak around the world about this, yeah, you know. And so that's that's my main goal. But you know my other ventures they, they've all had they've all had some level of passion and, um, yeah. that that passion that society calls is just the biggest because it encompasses why I'm able to do everything mm-hmm. if I didn't understand these philosophies people would not care about what I'm doing or what I'm saying or what I'm yeah. selling or, or how I'm living you know they wouldn't they wouldn't be concerned that's true but they can connect with that and that's the that's the base to being able to be a successful entrepreneur or whatever you want to be you don't got to be an entrepreneur but I mean it helps because to be successful, you have to be successful in dealing with people. Yeah. And you have to be successful in getting people what they need or making them feel good or making them feel at home or making them or helping them identify themselves. So you have to know something about people if you want to identify them through your products. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have these, these skills. So entrepreneurs create these businesses, but they don't have these skills. They don't know what people want, and they don't know how to talk to people, mm-hmm. and so they don't last that long. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and they keep forgetting that you are your brand, your personality is your brand. You know, like the things you do and say on social media, that's still your brand. You can't separate that, and people try to separate it all the time, and it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't happen. Nah, I feel that. Um, last time we spoke, you spoke about energy. Mm-hmm. And I really love that, you know, how, like you said, your energy was always, um, it's always in a place to where you know that whatever you do, the energy is right and you ain't going to Absolutely, you, you bro. Ain't gonna feel. Can you uh, elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, man, it's, um, it's a wonderful thing, bro. Like, um, really, really, really relieved me from being stressed. Mm-hmm. A lot of reason why people are stressed out is because they don't trust the process. Yeah. Process could be considered energy, could be considered the universe. Like I said, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious. Some people would just call it Jesus and I'd accept that. Some yeah. people would call it Allah, I'd accept that. Mm-hmm. Some people would say Buddha, I accept that. Yeah. Some people might <laughs> say it's marijuana, I'd accept that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is whatever moves you. You know what I mean? And that's I see it as is 
I don't want to define it. I don't want to force my views on people. I don't want to call it a, a prophet and a specific religion. It's just a universal thing that we all can connect to one way or another, right? Yeah. And so, and a lot of times it's just, it's just, sometimes it's just that little voice in your head, man. You know, I really feel like that we, as humans, we know when we in the right place. We yeah. know when we not somewhere we're not supposed to be. We know when we're doing something we're not supposed to do. We know when we're hanging around people we're not supposed to be hanging around. And, you know, and we know when we're doing something that's not from the heart. You know what yeah. I mean? And so we ignore those things and we go against that process thinking that we are smarter than the energy and yeah. we're not. Mm -hmm. You know, and so when people think too much, when they think too hard, when they stress too much, is because typically, not every circumstance, but typically, they're trying to find a way to um, circumvent the energy. They're trying to go around it. Yeah. They're trying to, they're trying to outsmart it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah. They think they're smarter than the energy. The energy will tell you, hey, look, you know, you don't don't go here, don't do this, or don't create that, you know, and you're going, oh, no, nah, I like it anyway. I think mm -hmm. I can do this. You yeah. know what I mean? In the end, you, you'll see why and so my point for saying all that is that I don't really have to I, you know I find myself not having to make a whole lot of tough decisions you know what I'm saying yeah. and yeah, I know they might seem tough but in the end I just do what it tells me to do you know um, every single brand that I've created um, was something that was brought to me by the energy, by, by the universe. And it was based off of the things that I love, the things that I value, the things that I'm passionate about. And the universe put those those ingredients together and they gave me back something. They said, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know? And I'll be honest, a lot of times I didn't want to do those things, you know? And a lot of times I was like, I don't have time for this, you know? And the universe, they don't care if you got time or not. You know what I mean? They don't care what you want to do. Um, you know, you got a bigger duty, you know, to make sure that you follow in line um, with your destiny. And sometimes that means just um, pushing through with faith. Yeah. You know, you don't always have to know why you're doing this. You know, you don't always have to know why you're doing this, man. You don't always have to understand it. All you have to do is know that this is what you're being asked to do so you have to have a spiritual connection like you gotta know it's bigger than you like if, yeah. if you don't if you in this world and you don't know that it's bigger than you you're gonna always have problems people that know it's bigger than them you know what I'm saying they they are responsible and accountable to that whatever that is you know yeah. what I mean and uh, again for me it's just being accountable just to the world just to the universe in general you know and it'll tell me what to do it'll tell me to create a certain brand it'll tell me you know like when it came to stacking kicks i was just kind of sitting down like like my brands my most successful brands the most important ones like i honestly feel like i didn't come up with them yeah i mean like i was sitting down on my couch in 2010 i don't know where the name stacking kicks came from i don't even know how that popped in my head bro yeah and stuff like this happened all the time you know and it's like i didn't know where that came from i don't know how it just kind of manifested but when I thought about it, I was like, it made sense. Yeah. When I thought about me and, and you know, my customers and, you know, the culture of the sneakers and it just, and I was like, dang, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, and I'm like, well, thank you, universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I put that brand out and I told myself that I'm going to make sure that I put this brand out as, as efficiently as I could, man. And I was able to do that, bro. And it was crazy. The brand just, it just caught fire. 
you know and I was like I was I was in utter shock you know what I mean like you don't expect you know that was my first thing that actually really worked and that stacking kicks is what still is the the support base for everything else that I've done Mm -hmm. like nothing else is really impossible without stacking kicks so that's what helped create me as well even though it looks like I created it it kind of created me Mm -hmm. you know and um that's dope. Yeah, it was crazy, man. And and you know, with that being said, it's like I received the amount of love I didn't know that was possible, the amount of support I never I was unfamiliar with, the amount of respect that was, you know, unparalleled, you know, um, the amount of networking opportunities um, that was out of this world, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it was crazy, you know, like having your stuff in stores and seeing strangers wear your stuff that you never met in your life uh, seeing your stuff on TV um, you know connecting with some of the the artists that I grew up with listening to as a kid every day yeah being able to sit with them talk to them while they wearing my shirt you know um, and being backstage with them E40 you know um, Too Short the you know the Loonies yeah um a lot of these people, man, busy, busy B from the Bronx, uh, Kick Sneak. I mean, all these people that I listen, Devin the Dude especially. Yeah, oh yeah. Like kicking it with him and him wearing my stuff, and us getting pictures. And I still, all, I still listen to them all every day. Yeah. But this is where the, this is what the universe does for you once you listen. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have just said, no, I don't like that idea, stacking kicks, universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. I feel that. You know, but it made sense, and and, yeah. and I put some effort in that and some love, man, and um, even. Eventually, um, it took me some places, man. Yeah. It, it opened up my eyes, and and uh, it, it made me, it, it freed me, man, from the confines of, of, you know, I think just normality. I mean, you know, just being a regular person and just dreaming about doing something, but actually creating something and seeing people attract to it and, you know, going everywhere and people screaming your name and you don't even know who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... Being a part of fashion shows and and um, I don't know, it was just crazy, man. Traveling with it, you know, going to uh, Dallas Stadium, you know, um, and uh, where the Cowboys play at. I mean, out there in uh, Arlington, you yeah. know, I did a big sneaker event out there. I've been to the Bay, it's Frisco, Seattle, Vegas, um, all these little places where I would go and set up and try to build momentum, man. And everywhere I went. Everybody bought stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I didn't. None of these people knew me. Yeah, and that's the beauty of really, really working within your passion. They don't need to know you. Mm-hmm. All they need to know is that the things that you created was created by love and passion, and I can identify myself with that. Yeah, you know, and so, and and I think that's the beauty, especially behind the clothing business, and, and what I've seen a lot of people come after me, and a lot of people go, man, it's it's a tough industry. And you really, even though you think it's just a t-shirt company, I mean, you have to be strategic, you know, and you have to put the work in. And it's expensive, you know. Um, You know, you have to have a a website. You have to have flyers, stickers, you know. You want buttons. um, You want hang tags. You want custom labels. You want to package it up right, wrap it up right. You want to sit up at events. You want to have your booth looking right. You want to have the mannequins there, you know. it's so many aspects to it, bro. And sometimes I wonder how it even did that alone. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, it's, it's, 
it's a lot of work it's a lot of love and so when you put that much energy in something you have to make sure that you love it and that you're passionate about it and that you're able to still sustain mm-hmm. when no money's being made uh, yeah. because at the end of the day huh. you said when no money being made when no money's being oh, made when no money being made yeah yeah when I mean there's going to be times as an entrepreneur where you don't make money okay or where the money looks slow or whatever you know and I think that's the thing that scares people yeah. um, because there's no guarantee mm-hmm. at work you get guaranteed money but there's also a, a cap on what you can make yeah you know and that's what scares entrepreneurs yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we all get scared by something you know what I mean I feel um, that. you know and so um, but yeah in those times when uh, things are slow man or, or things ain't moving or you just get in a, a tough spot which happens to all of us the only thing that's going to really keep you motivated is just the love. And if the love is not there, then most likely you're going to quit. Yeah. You know? Okay. That's what's up. I have some good some good bars right there. Mm-hmm. Um, speak a little bit about your show uh, on KBOO. What's it called again? Oh, Calculated Conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A calculated Conversation radio show. Um, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on KBOO 90.7 FM. Or just you can just log on on um, kboo.fm and like search for calculated conversation, mm-hmm. and our page will pop up. And even when our page pop up, it'll pop up with all our past shows. Cause every every show we've done since May or March six is on there. So yeah. probably a good probably a good thirty something shows. Maybe I'm not sure how many okay. weeks has been, but you know, um, what kind of. Um, Content? Yeah, what kind of content you provide? Calculated Conversation is an extension of my book, Society College. Calculated okay. Conversation is chapter three of the book. Um, and I called it that because, it, again, it was a universe. I didn't really know what I was going to call the show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm just sitting there thinking, and the universe is like, boom, like, Calculated Conversation. That's part of your book. That's what you represent. That's a good name for a show. Use it. And I was yeah. like, all right, well, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we had these conversations, and they just like, you just do this, and it's fine. You know, and I did that, and it was a, everybody loved it. It was a wonderful name, you know. Um, um, the show typically uh, is about having rough conversations. It's about strategically organizing the things that come out of your mouth and organizing the actions that you take to reflect uh, a long-term interest. Yeah. You know, um, it's mathematics. Mm. Uh, when I think about life, uh, when I think about the lessons in life that we yeah. learn, I think about mathematics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really do feel like everything is related to a formula. And what we're getting out is based on the things that we're putting in. Yeah. And the fact that we don't understand that a formula exists is the reason why we're not getting out the things that we want. Because we're not strategically calculating our worries and actions. Yeah. And so the goal is to, um, what we want, we want people in the world to feel exactly the way we want them to feel after the conversation or interaction. Okay. We want them to hear exactly what what we what they want to hear. You yeah. know what I mean? And so or we want them to hear exactly what we want them to hear. So we want to say it that way. We don't want to we don't want to misconstrue the message that we're giving out. And so the only way to do that is to strategically monitor the way you speak and the way you act yeah. and make sure that it makes sense for a long term goal and I don't mean I don't mean long term like months and weeks I mean 
just as far as just it could be three, four, five minutes of a just quick conversation, but really, really, really paying attention to what you're saying and, and, and not putting yourself in a position to say, oh, I, oh, I didn't want you to feel like that. You know, that's not what I wanted you to hear. Or that person you saw wasn't me. Or, you know, this is, yeah. just, this is just not the message I was trying to get across to you. Mm-hmm. When people say these things to us, they're saying them because their calculations have been off. Yeah. And when calculations are off, sometimes they don't know what they're saying. And even if they do know what they're saying, sometimes it's not calculated well enough to where they know how they're coming off. You know, those aspects are both very, very crucial in understanding calculated conversation, you know. Um, And, you know, when I talk about people that are intelligent and aware, I think of people who understand what they mean. You know, so they, actually, I want to say wise, wise people. Okay. So intelligent people typically know what they mean um, and know what they're saying. Yeah. Wise people know what they mean and what they're saying, and they also know exactly how it's being received. And they strategize to have it received a certain way to get a certain result to move forward in the way they want to go. Okay. And so calculated conversation is about doing that. Having these tough conversations, thinking about these things, being patient with your energy, being patient with your words, and thinking about the outcome and not having to go back and forth with them. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't looking. I don't know yeah. what I was saying. Like, you know, and then also, also com- calculated conversation is about having those tough conversations with people that you have external differences with, yeah. um, but internal similarities. You know, the things that, that you know, we want to we want to talk about these similarities. We want to talk about these differences. It's okay as long as we don't use them as a reason to divide. Yeah. You know, and so we want to we want to we, we want to we we get in, in the room with these people who who judge us, you know what I mean, based off of the way we look. Yeah. We, we want to talk to them. We want to we want to break down the differences. And, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of times. Calculated conversation is typically about starting with similarities. Yeah. You know, and then we breaking down the differences. And then we realizing, well, is that really a difference? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just all about social harmony, man. Becoming more aware of your fellow human being, you know, and, and doing your job, man. Life is really, really short, man. I think the last thing you want to do is spend it alienating everybody you come across because, you know, there's something different about them. That's yeah. just not what that's just not what's gonna work. And and again, when it comes to success and, and you know whatever that however that's defined for whoever, um, ultimately a lot of it's going to be based off the fact of uh, how well you understand, uh, deal with, and treat and understand people. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a very very integral part of your success, no matter what you're doing. It doesn't yeah. matter. So, and that's why I think I've made that part of my passion and part of my lesson. Um, because I want people to be successful. I want people to know what it's like to be known for being a good person, being known for creating your brand, um, being known for positivity. Um, yeah. You know, the, the the benefits from that is super, super high, man. It doesn't look like it. That's why people don't do it. But I've received so many benefits. Um, I made a lot of money just by being a good guy, man, because people say, you know what, I want to work with him. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes sense. That's what people don't get, man. They like, like, once your energy is all over the place and destructive, 
opportunities, people that don't want to work with you no more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't. They don't really want to be. In, they might not let you know that. Like the man, <laughs> the, the man holding sure. the man holding the key. You know what I'm saying to your castle. He might not. You might not even see him. He see you though. Yeah. You know this is no different than, you know, college players playing for a scout that they don't know is in the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's no different, man. You always want to keep your energy managed. You always want to stay solid, stay loving, stay supportive. You know, try not to take things too personal. You know, and try to spread love when you can, man. People do take notice of that, man. They they do see that. The world sees that, and the right people will come behind you and say, you know what, I'm pushing you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's happened to me plenty of times, man. And there's a lot of people I just would not work with under no circumstances just because of the stuff I see they post on social media. Mm-hmm. They might be good business people, good products, whatever. I, I just won't support them. Sure. I don't know. I, I it's all about... That's all the energy is off? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You should be giving out love. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's really no reason not to be giving out love. Okay. And if you're not giving out love, then fine. Don't give out no hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't have to, you know, we don't have to put people down because they're different or because they're not doing what we're doing or because they're not successful or because they don't make money or because they didn't have information that we had. Like, you know, like I don't believe in that, man. And, uh, you know, it's been a big part of my life to really focus on what energy is and study it, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and make sure that I'm putting out the best that I can and that I'm consistent because I know for a fact that the world's watching, yeah. you know, and the things that I need to move forward, they're paying attention. They want to see how I respond in certain scenarios. They want to mm-hmm. see if I keep my cool when things don't go my way. They want to see if I blame everybody else. They want to see if I can stay positive even though things hit me kind of hard one month. Yeah, That's what they want to see. And that's how you know the strong survive. And that's the part that separates, you know, the entrepreneurs and or just the people in general, man, who's going to get the most out of this world yeah. versus the people who's going to continue to be, you know, continue to blame the world, you know, and, and try to take the most out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so... Um, we got to, you know, I know it's a lot to do because we're not trained to think that way. Society does not train us to think like this. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I feel like I'm going to do my best, you know, to be able to write these philosophies, share this news, push this movement, because I want everybody to enjoy the benefits. There's a lot of benefits. Yeah. And the reason why you see people always upset and sad and crying and, you know, stressed out is because they have no faith in anything bigger than themselves. They have no faith in the people, no faith in the universe. They have no no faith in the process. You know, you have to, it's got to be bigger than you. If it's bigger than you, then you know that it's going to be okay. Yeah. As long as you're doing your job, mm-hmm. you know. You just got to do your job, man, you know. And and all that really is is just maintaining, you know, maintaining your self-respect, man. And um, and just spreading, just spreading the love around, man. And um, the more you give, the more you receive, you know. And that's really the truth about Making making stuff happen. That that was fresh. It's crazy, bro. It's yeah, crazy. Bro. So um, so uh, I appreciate you for coming through. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying I gotta wrap it up. Sorry. But um, if you could say a quick little thing to an entrepreneur out there who's scared to make that jump, you know, what I'm saying this, but you you gotta. You got to talk them into taking the jump, you know what I'm saying? You got to talk them into jumping into it all the way. So if you, if you could do that, what would you tell them? Or her, him or her? Man, I do it all. I tell them all the time, the ones I come in contact with. Um, number one, just make sure you got some true love behind what you're building. Don't let it be about money. Don't let it be about fame. Don't let it be about popularity. Um, number two, uh, make sure that, that you 
let you continue to spread love to your people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Always remember that you personally are a brand. We always try to separate ourselves from our brands, but we can't. What you do reflects on your brand. What your brand do reflect on you. You guys are married, pretty much. Yeah. You know, never forget that, you know. And, again, if, if things is rough, you, you feeling negative, if customers are upsetting you or, you know, whatever the case is, always try to keep your cool, you know, connect and politic with your fellow entrepreneurs or the people that support you. Yeah. You know, stay out the drama. You know, keep your drama off of social media. Keep it out the public. It's nobody's business, you know, um, especially when we get frustrated about things that eventually work themselves out anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and yeah, and then just keep going. You know what I mean? And and understand that it's not going to always go the way you want it. That's why you have to have, you know, the love, man. And don't be afraid to network with people and even bring people on board, you know, mm -hmm. because once you start popping, you know, like I did, you know, you try to keep everything to yourself. I mean, it's going to get it's going to get a little bit rougher. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so we know it's your passion. It's your baby. You know, just be smart about who you let get involved and who you let help you, you know, take it to the top. But you really can't get to the top by yourself. You know, I feel that. So. All right, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for having me, yes, bro. Sir. We out. Mm hmm.